Hey guys, and welcome back to Growth Theory. Listen, today's episode is epic. I hope that you are prepared to whip out that pen and paper and take some notes. I know I say every time that I'm so excited for an episode and it's going to be great, but I'm not lying. They just keep getting better and better. And in today's episode, we are covering branding tips for your website. Yep, that's right. And this episode was recorded back in 2020. We are currently in 2021, but all of the tips are still just as juicy. I love it. So the guest that I have on today is Sarah Stoner. She is a web designer extraordinaire, and we cover things like all the don'ts that you should stay away from when you're deciding and considering what your website's going to look like. We talk about the most important pages that you should definitely consider and put a lot of effort into, as well as how to create a website that takes your visitor on a journey that will encourage them to take action and so much more. I'm so excited and I can go on and on, but guys, let's just get into it. So, okay, guys, welcome back to Grow Theory. Today, we have a very special guest, Sarah. I want you to go ahead and just introduce yourself, give our listeners a little snippet about you before we hop right into the questions, because I know you're going to give us a lot of value today. So take it away. Thank you so much, Tina. Hey, everyone. My name is Sarah Stoner. I own a branding and website design firm called Sarah Rose Inc., um, where we specialize in doing three-week branding and website custom websites. Um, and we, we really focus on helping, um, the luxury, uh, home builder and interior design and architect market. So that's like our niche. Um, and kind of our differentiator is that we can get you a custom done brand and website in three weeks. So yeah. Brilliant. I love it. I love it. So as you can hear, she's got a lot of experience and a lot to teach us. So, you know, 2021 is right around the corner. A lot of people are working on their rebranding right now, getting mm-hmm. in the flow, brainstorming. If they haven't already, they should. And so, you know, the website is very important, obviously, because you can't rely on rented space online. So having that really strong website presence is very important. So what are some major websites don't that you think people are making and should truly avoid when considering creating a website or working with a designer? Yeah. So, um, the biggest don't it's kind of twofold. So I like to consider, think of your website, like your, first impression or like if you are going to go out on a first date with somebody because essentially that's what your website is it is your digital presence to the world it's what somebody's first interaction is likely to be with you when they come when they hear your name and they want to know more about you right so it's just like you're going on a first date they don't know a whole lot about you but they want to know more So one of the biggest issues or problems that you're likely to come across with people's websites is one of two things. So the, it depends on the niche, but one of the most common things is they put too much information on the website. So it's like going on a first date and they (laughs) tell you everything 
that you could ever want to know about them and their first and third cousins and that they want to get married and what kind of wedding they want and it's just information overload and you're like okay wow um i just wanted a taste and maybe like a second date but now you scared me off and i just want to leave so you encounter that through a lot of websites where they just go overboard with really detailed complex information and it just overwhelms the visitor and they're they're like oh oh my gosh i wasn't expecting this and they leave right um and then the second problem is kind of of the same like a flip of the coin it's the same exact problem but just in a different way so the other problem is that they don't give you enough information Mm. so you you know you want to go on a date and it's like when the date doesn't talk right (laughs) so it's really awkward when you're sitting there and you're asking questions and you want to know more and you want to see like okay well what's the process and like how can we get started and like tell me more about you and there's like you don't like it's like crickets yeah so and I find this especially in my niche in the luxury um home builder architects interior design they just have a lot of gorgeous extremely beautiful pictures and a whole lot of nothing else they have mm. like there's no direction on how you think you think you can get started with them what their process might look like any clue or even breadcrumb as to what the the viewer uh you know what the next step might be for the viewer if they were interested in taking that second date with them so um that's the biggest don't or the biggest like thing that i see with the majority of websites out there it's it's one of those two things wow those are awesome i think those are so true when i first had when i created my first website i i was the other one where i had crickets and then the second one had okay um for those people who maybe are dealing with either or how do we find that balance you know how can we meet right in the middle what are some tips that maybe you would give to someone who's like oh well dang (laughs) you know how can i how can i find that good balance perfect yeah so this is part of what i go through um it's a process i go through and i actually have um for your listeners i've created a training and a downloadable so we can kind of go through this process of they're interested and being like, uh oh, I think this might be me. Um, I walk you through this exact process of what I take my clients through. So um, we can maybe link it in the show notes or um, yeah, (laughs) so they can go through this. uh, It's a 30 minute training. And then um, it's also a downloadable workbook that they can go through. But essentially, um, what you want to do is consider it from the viewer the viewpoint of the viewer and how I like to say this is by creating a roadmap so when somebody comes to your website they're most likely looking for um, a few things and what you want to do is you want to think of what those few things are and then you want to have a goal for your website so let me kind of back that up because that doesn't make a whole lot of sense right out the gate. So (laughs) 
the first thing you want to do is figure out what your goal for your website that you want your goal for your website to be. So that could be um, to sell more of your product. It could be to get more phone calls, um, to book consultations. It could be to grow your audience, um, let's say for your podcast or your YouTube channel. Um, it could be to grow your email list. So you've got to kind of got to figure out first um, before you ever consider any of these other things, what your, your goals are. Mm -hmm. And you want to pick one or two of your main goals. Then once you figured that out, then the rest becomes a little bit easier because then you can figure out the roadmap to get to the goal. Mm -hmm. So when somebody is coming to your website, they're most likely looking for a few things. So let's say you're um, a coffee shop and your goal is to get people to walk in the door. <laughs> you want people to buy your coffee and come visit you at the coffee shop. So when people go to the coffee shop, more than likely they're only looking for a few things and they need to be able to find these pretty quickly on your website. So they're probably looking for the menu. They're probably looking for your location and directions. They might be looking for things like, are you pet friendly? You know, do you have like a separate meeting space? You know, stuff like that. So what you want to do is you want to set up your website with that in mind and really only highlight those things. So generally those are going to be what your navigation, your top navigation um, is going to be. So it would be like menu, uh, locations, um, like extras or amenities or like we're pet friendly or something like that. Right. And then um, come visit us or something to that end. So essentially you are taking them on the journey that you want them to take. And it's very clear to the website visitor when they come, what that journey is. Um, and so that way you're, you're not over uh, indulging them in too much information. Right. And you're also not, not giving them enough information. So when you come from that perspective of what exactly does this person need to see when they come to my website just to get them to that website goal? That's when you can kind of cut out that noise and make sure that you're only giving them the information that's going to lead to that goal. Mm -hmm. So just like a first date, your goal is to get them to the second date. It's not to jump right to marriage. Right. So, um, a lot of people try to put too much information and that overwhelms or they don't put enough and that never gets you to the second date. Right. So uh, by creating a, a clear roadmap and by establishing a goal that is like, okay, so now we've got them to come to our shop. Now we've got them on our email list. Now we've got them to book a consultation. Then you can start taking the next step in your sales process and you're gonna have a much better um, conversion rate and sales rate and all those other things that you're actually looking for your website to provide for you um, in the long run. Wow, that is so wonderful. I think that's, and I wanted to touch on something that you said about, you know, I love the, the analogy of the coffee shop and just maybe people are looking for a few things for that coffee shop. And I think that kind of ties in with people who maybe you know, haven't yet 
niche down yet, you know, and they want to do yeah. everything at once. And, you know, they'll be like, well, I can just put it all on my website. You know, that coffee shop analogy is so important because maybe the coffee shop owner, yes, they may own a daycare and love horses and, you know, all these different <laughs> things. But if I'm someone looking for that, you know, co-working space within the coffee shop or, you know, I want to bring my dog, I really am not looking for that. And so that kind of brings me to my other question when it has to do with like, you know, what do people need to do to attract high paying clients? Yeah. So that's a great question. Um, and of course, one that everyone wants to know, I mean, of course, everyone wants to, um, have those higher end clients and be able to increase your prices over time and things like that. I heard a really great quote on a podcast this weekend that I think it was from Seth Godin. And he said that people think that they want authenticity, but they actually don't want authenticity because the authentic you has bad days. You're grumpy. Um, maybe your hair's a mess or whatever. People really want to see the best version of you. Um, and that's what they're hiring you for. You know, you as a photographer, they want to see you and the best version of you, your best work. Um, and that's what they're hiring you for. You know, so I think that it's good to balance letting people know who they're hiring because they want to know who they are hiring, whether that is you and a team or you um, as an individual sole proprietor. But in reality, they're looking for the end result. Mm -hmm. um, and those, those high-end clients are more likely driven by that, that end result. In reality, what you want for your website to look like to attract high-end clients, if you want to know what your website needs to look like, you want to look at other websites that are, we'll say, quote unquote, high end. So if you look at like, if we're talking about retail, if you look at like William Sonoma's website, just the images, the way they talk about their products, the way that they, um, their checkout process, their email sequences, everything like from top to bottom of how the process is on Williams-Sonoma um, compared to going to Walmart. It's a totally different experience. And so that's kind of what you need to consider. Does your website look like a high-end website or does it not? Right. And you have to be honest with yourself. You know, do you have that great brand photography do you have great images, you know, if you are doing mock-ups or, um, you know, design work, how are you displaying your products? Mm -hmm. How is the customer experience, you know, from top to bottom working with you? All of those things add up to, is this a high-end customer experience or is this a Walmart experience? One of my favorite people, Chris Doe, says to, if you want to get a certain client, you need to go to that type of client's website and look at, at what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. So let's say um, in the design space, if you wanted to work for a certain design firm, you would go to that design firm's um, portfolio and look at their portfolio and see, are you able to produce work? that looks at the level that they are producing work. 
and work until you're able to produce work at that level. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're not at that level. Right? Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with growing and um, starting where you're at and then working at and improving your work and improving your process and improving your service and growing into becoming a high-end experience and a high-end client, uh, customer experience. But I think that a lot of people try to cut corners Mm -hmm. and I'm sure you've seen this where they try and take, you know, iPhone photography and they try and do things, um, take product photos that just are not, (laughs) not it. They're not it. (laughs) And then they try and, you know, pretend like their, their site is is high end and it's Mm -hmm. just not, and, and it just doesn't pass the sniff test. Um, people can smell that a mile away. So you just have to be honest with yourself and work a little bit harder each day to get better and improve your work and improve the products and the the work that you are putting out to the world um, to really attract those better clients. Yes. I love that so much. And I think it's so, I'm a huge advocate of, you know, if you want to be somewhere, kind of study that and see what it would take you to get there. Like, it's okay if you're not there yet, but you know, if you want that high end lux, you know, that is going to take some time, you know, to really come up with it, but it's easier to, you know, stay in the Walmart end of stuff, you know, but (laughs) it's like, you know, everyone's different with their brand, but I think that is so important to really be honest and see what you can accomplish. Um, you know, whether it's your time or financially, but to know that those high paying clients, they do look at that kind of stuff and they do, you're right. They can sniff it out. (laughs) They really can. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. This is so, this is such good stuff. Okay. So I wanted to touch on, um, the topic of copy. I know a lot of people, who, you know, are not copywriters. They don't know anything about website building. And it's just, it scares a lot of people, you know, it's like we can maybe write an Instagram caption, but when it comes to talking about our brand, our business, ourselves, it can get overwhelming. Um, So if you have any tips (laughs) for us, please feel free to share on, you know, how to create better copy that can reflect the brand, the business, the person, and, you know, really kind of help your brand to shine and show people the best side of you. Okay. Yeah. Um, I touch on this slightly in the workbook and the training, um, but this is not my area of expertise by any means, but you are so right that the copy along with the photos on your website is really, really, really important mm-hmm. um, because that's some of the biggest things that people that people walk away with, right? They remember the visuals and then they remember some of what you said. Um, and and how does what you said impact them? You almost want to make sure that your copy is written in a way that like a five-year-old can understand it. Right. So a lot of people use too many words or they just kind of drone on and on. And I find that the most effective copy is shorter and is very concise and something that 
is very simple. Like literally a five-year-old can understand what you're saying. And you want to make sure that if somebody comes to your website, it's very clear what your website does and who it does, who, who you serve and what you do it for. Um, you don't want to make that like super ambiguous. One of my favorite people that I've learned a lot about copy from is Ashlyn Carter. She goes by Ashlyn writes. Um, she has a YouTube channel and a really great blog. And I would highly recommend, um, checking her out if you are wanting to learn about copy for your website or just copy in general. She is so amazing at what she does. And um, I mean, she's helped some of the biggest names in the business, like Jenna Kutcher and people like that. So um, I've learned a lot from her. And I would really suggest like, if that's something that you kind of want to hone in on, Mm -hmm. um, checking her out, because she's just awesome. I love that. And I completely agree with you. I think even for myself, when I'm going to, like, if I find a new store online or, you know, if I find a new person that I want to follow and I go to their website, if it's way too, like, there's too many words, it's almost the, it's very, you know, industry focused where I'm like, I don't even know what that means. (laughs) I find myself leaving versus if it's more bubbly or, you know, concise and simple, I, I find myself actually wanting to take the time and getting to know more, almost like that first date that you said, like, okay, I'll go to the second page and, you know, I'll maybe see what's up. So I, I totally agree with you on that. And I do want to check out more on, on the people that you suggested, um, which brings me to the next question. So when someone's thinking about their website, you know, you've got the home page, you've got all the other tabs, you have the contact page. What would you say is the most important page or Thing on their website that someone should really invest the time in, um, in creating and taking that time to brainstorm. Obviously the whole website is important, but you know, when you talk about the customer journey, what pages or just single page, would you say that one should be stand out important? Take it away. So there's been a trend recently and honestly with how people are nowadays, I know this is going to sound unusual, but it's actually the homepage. And how I design homepages now, I almost try and fit a snippet of all the pieces of your website in the homepage because people are just used to scroll, 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 scrolling now. Right. And so they that's what they do. So like they're just accustomed to just scrolling. So a really long homepage is not crazy for them because almost 90% of people are going to be viewing your website on mobile. And that's something that's really important. Your website almost needs to look better on mobile than it does on desktop because most people aren't going to be viewing your website on desktop. They're going to be on mobile. So they're just going to be scrolling And so you want to have your, your homepage kind of organized to have a little bit of all the pieces of your website on that homepage. So you want to have just a little snippet about you, a little snippet about what services you offer about your process, you know, whatever things you have on your website, um, maybe some bits about your portfolio, like here's some of my recent work, here's some of my recent blog posts, all that kind of stuff all on your homepage, 
because a lot of times if people don't like what they see on the homepage, they aren't even going to take the time to click into something else. Right. So really taking time to focus on and making sure that that front homepage is great and really well put together and thought out is super important. Um, so spending a lot of time on that. And then surprisingly, um, statistics show that the second most visited home or the second most visited page on people's website is going to be your about page. Mm -hmm. Now, people get really, really hung up on the about page because they think they have to talk about themselves. Mm. But the way that I structure um, about pages is this is about the client mm. and how you can serve the client. So mm. I kind of break this down into making sure, you know, kind of announcing at the top, you know, who you are and who you serve. So the client knows, okay, yes, I'm in the right page. Then maybe talking a little bit about your mission statement, how you help the particular client or niche doing what you promise to do, like what your big promise is to that niche. Um, and then talking a little bit about how you serve them. Mm. So although you are talking about yourself, it's not really about yourself. It's really about how you help them. Right. And then you can talk a little bit about once you kind of show that you can serve them, they, they're super interested, then you can talk a little bit about you mm -hmm. and how you got into serving this niche, into this um, genre, into whatever you do, yeah. um, because they're naturally going to want to know more about you at that point. Now that they're certain that they're in the right place, that you are there to help them, that you can help them. Now they're like, okay, well, who are you? And, you yes. know, I'd love to know more about you and what you like and how you got here and what your background is and stuff like that. So that's at the point where you can talk about yourself. And then you always want to include on your about page, the next steps for people to go to. Mm -hmm. So on every page of your website, it's super important that you don't just leave people hanging. So you don't want to just go into like, Hey, here's all about me. And then they're just like, okay, and now what? And then they just leave. So you always want to kind of remember that roadmap and remember what, where they are in that roadmap and what would be the next logical step. So, okay, now they know about you. So maybe the next logical step is, okay, well maybe now they know about you. Now they know how you can help them. They might want to know a little bit about what the process might look like for them. So maybe you could say, if you're looking to see about our process or how we can serve you, click here and take them to the process page or something like that. Yes. So you never wanna just leave them hanging. You always wanna consider that roadmap and, and literally walk them by the hand through the, your website so that they know exactly, and they feel taken care of. Like if you were taking your friend on a journey, how would you take them through your website? Okay, now let's find out about the process and see if this is interesting to you. So um, you, you always want to give them the next call to action and the next place on the roadmap that is logical for them. Wow. Sarah, Sarah, this is a, this is brilliant. I'm like, literally I'm over here taking notes. I love it. <laughs> that is so, that is so genius because even myself, I think on my about page, I would 
you know, hop right into talking about myself and how I got into photography. And you're so right. If someone knows nothing about you, you know, it's like back to the first date. You don't want to just throw up everything about yourself. You naturally want to make it about them and get to know them and why you would even be a good candidate. That is so important. And then after there's flow and grooving and, you know, we're having a great time, then you can kind of pour out more about yourself. So I think that is so key. And I totally agree with the homepage. I, I find myself just scrolling, you know, the homepage more than tapping on something else, you know, and I, I do look for those call to actions like, okay, so where am I going after this? I don't necessarily click on a specific thing. So I think you're so on it and accurate with that. I, this is so great. I, I'm y'all, she's amazing. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, you've given us so much and I always ask uh, my guests this question because it's the name of the show and everyone has different theories on, you know, what works and helps you grow. But Sarah, what is your growth theory? Ooh, this is a good question. So my growth theory is to become a little bit better every day. So I think people get too caught up in wanting the results right away and they want to plant and then get the harvest, but they don't take time to cultivate things. And um, it's in that cultivation during that process that you really grow Mm. and you really um, learn a lot. So I think that um, just focusing on the small things that you can do every day that are going to impact your growth long-term is, is um, the most vital thing that you can do. Oh my God. That was beautiful. (laughs) I was like, she's preaching. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm so thankful and I feel so honored that you were on today and that you even allowed us to, to learn from you and glean from you. So please tell the listeners where they can find you. We are going to put all the great information in the show notes, everybody, but here, tell us where we can find you, where we can follow you. Absolutely. So you can follow me personally everywhere at Sarah Stoner. Um, you can follow my business at Sarah Rose Inc. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram and I'm on Pinterest. I'm on Pinterest too. I actually really love Pinterest. Um, but yeah. And then if you guys are interested in that, um, training and workbook that I talked about, which is called how to go, uh, from DIY to designer. Um, you guys can just check that out on my website. It's sararoseinc.co. Leave out the, the M. So it's just mm-hmm. .co. Yes. And um, it, there's just a little, um, a little link right under the headline that you can go and click on and get that. I am so excited. Thank you so much again. This was so helpful. I'm, I'm thrilled for people to listen to this. Oh my gosh. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been such a pleasure. Well, guys, that's all we have for today. I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode and got a lot of great tips for branding your website. Listen, as mentioned in the episode, I do have the DIY designer free training and workbook that Sarah has put together for you guys. It is in the show notes and be sure to give her a follow. All of her social media will be in the show notes as well. 
If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a review. Thank you so much. And I look forward to chatting with you in the next episode.